The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Gulf Coast Air Care. Collins on demand from Todd Sainers of Gulf Coast Air Care. Todd, good morning. It's How good to you, see man? you. I'm doing fantastic. If you have any questions as we go through the show, we want you to join in the conversation. It's 850-437-1620. There is a little something in the air. It's feeling almost like fall. I keep hearing that. <laughs> we went to the baseball. We went to the Wahoos yeah. game last night. It's like, oh. It's almost like falls it, in the it air. It feels so. really good right now at night and early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, that doesn't mean that we're without consequences because this month's newsletter, we talk about that kind of secondary allergy season that we have in the fall. You know, we, we come off of all that hot weather and, um, you know, I'm a gardener, so, uh, you know, I do a fall garden, but what we find is there's some stuff that once it starts to cool down, the pollen comes back for a little bit, uh, and, uh, you know, we get some blooming and some stuff that's happening after all that hot weather, and that'll migrate indoors. So we want to probably talk today about the indoor environment. Lisa, I want to follow on her conversation. Yes, sir. From Southern Climate Solutions. We've worked with them for a long time, and um, we do very similar work in that we're trying to look out after the indoor environment, and the air conditioning system gets blamed for a lot of that. So. You know, it really does, and even by me, but I just got an education from, from Lisa, yeah. and I'm sure I'm going to get more of one from you, Todd, because we think the air conditioning can solve all problems. Well, and, and a lot of people take it for granted until yeah. there's a problem. So, uh, you know, I, I talk about oftentimes um, how a house is similar to a bucket, and the humidity, the, the, the humidity that we have in this climate is water in the bucket. And you don't have trouble until the bucket overflows. And then you got all kinds of things going on. And the air conditioning system, it kind of promotes that a little bit in the fact that, you know, it just pulls in what it can, filters it out, and then redistributes through the duct system. So if that system hasn't been cleaned in a long time, it hasn't been evaluated, or it's got uh, design issues or something like that, then you need somebody like a professional from Gulf Coast Air Care to help you figure out, you know, what's going on? How can we get control of this and have a clean, healthy, comfortable, energy-efficient indoor environment? And that's where we can help you. We've been doing this, gosh, I can't believe our, our Air Care's 30th birthday will be in December this year. Wow, happy Air, birthday. It's 30 years gone. I can't believe so. But anyways, so we've been doing this a long time, and we want to help you with all those questions or concerns that you have. Um, a, a lot of people, I'm still shocked after 30 years at people that have never had their duct system cleaned and they don't know what the process is. To me, it's second nature because we've been doing it for so long. 
we follow the National Air Duct Cleaners Association standards. Yeah. Um, there are companies out there that do not. And there, there's a set standard, and it's an ANSI standard. That just means it's official, like, code language. So when you talk about building code or whatever, our standard that we clean HVAC systems is written and set to codified language and standard and all that kind of stuff. So you can just rest assured that, you know, what we're doing is done by by standard, by code, by certification. We have a we have a um, agreement or a, a, a contract or a, a – um, it's something we sign. It's a moral yeah. code of ethics on how we do HVAC cleaning, and that's between us and the National Air Duct Cleaners Association. So if we do promotions or if we do stuff that says, hey, we're a NADCA-certified company, um, that we're working to a certain standard. And in the state of Florida, you have to be licensed for HVAC – to be able to take apart an HVAC system, clean it, and put it back together. And also, it's not, I find when, when I'm having conversations, and I'm sure that you hear this often, well, I've had that done. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, five years ago, when I bought this house, I've had that done. Right. So it's got to be my air conditioning system is old. It's had it. Well, and, and in the standard there, we talk about, when we talk about inspections annually, you need to have somebody looking at your air conditioning system. You know, it's just like Lisa said, I have a whole house dehumidifier at my house. And twice a year, yeah, you have to look at filters and coils and operation of the system. And the same thing is going on with air conditioning. There's a lot of companies that prescribe to two times a year because we have two two, uh, seasons. You know, we have the hot season with AC running. And then we have the winter season. Our winter season here is pretty short. So if you were picking between one or two – visits a year the one you'd want to pick is that air conditioning season because your air conditioner will turn on and run for i don't know five six seven months um and then as soon as your air conditioning turns off you know the weather gets good you know it's coming up next month i know the weather's going to get good and we're going to open the windows a little bit you lose any dehumidification capability and a lot of the filtration is driven by the air conditioner too because when the air runs it it pulls stuff into filtration and you know what I always say, maybe not, but I do. if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. There we go. So, <laughs> and that's, uh, I think that's something that's really important that, um, you know, it's something simple that a homeowner or, uh, you know, like commercial, you can do your own air filtration. You can change it. You can check it. If it's not convenient, we'll help you get to an easy, convenient, yeah. effective, air conditioning solution with filtration and then um, after that you know it, it's it makes your life a lot easier for uh, managing those issues well one of the things that you you provide is an air duct leaking or leakage testing because right. you you know you're going to make sure that you're performing the right uh, oh, procedure like you're a doctor, but really you kind of are. <laughs> kind because, of a house doctor a little yes, bit. Yeah, you I've are been house doctoring for the last 30 years. Thank you, because <laughs> air conditioning is very important in this community where we live. Yeah. And, you know, so we, we have people that, uh, you know, if, so if you don't understand all the technical aspects of it, we can give you a little bit of education. The one thing that I like to say, not to delve too deeply in it, is air conditioning is kind of divided into two parts. There's latent heat and sensible heat. So one is temperature, one is humidity. Okay. And so, and that's what's really important in getting a comfortable indoor environment is you address both. Because like Lisa was saying, without that hygrometer, 
you don't understand why your house is cold and clammy and it just, you know, it, it doesn't feel, it's yeah. sticky in here. It doesn't feel right. And, you know, that's because your temperature's right, but your humidity's not. And that can be duct design. That can be a lack of maintenance. I mean, if you haven't had the duct system cleaned in 20 years, uh, it's time. Imagine if you didn't vacuum your floors for, you know, yeah. 10 Ew. months or a couple years or whatever, you know, Ugh. as a, yeah. as an aside. So, but it, it's important to have somebody looking at your system and then figuring out those those other issues that come up, like I mean, we got one room that just doesn't cool down. That's typically a duct system. Yeah, issue. and it, th- I, that's, I have a question about that. So maybe this one bedroom on one side of the house mm-hmm. stays really cool, and then and it's close to the unit. Yeah, is that what it is? Well, and the other one farther away is is a lot farther from the unit. So yeah. there's so many factors that go into figuring that out, but that's a common one that we see. It's like, man, this room is freezing and our bedroom over on the other end of the house is not. And, you know, so how is the return airflow set up? How is the duct set up? Is there leakage? There's no balance features typically in most residential systems. 99% of the residentials, they don't have any way to balance it. So we do balancing where we'll measure the airflow and then see what you got coming out, and then we can rebalance that. But if you if you don't measure it, if you don't test, it's just a guess. You know, what I mean, you're just can, oh, yeah. And you be we get- think this might work. We think that might work. Exactly. I'm not gonna test any. I'm not gonna do anything without a test. And know, then you're exactly anything. gonna be testing that power bill you get. Absolutely. So if if any of these uh, issues are striking home, you can call us at eight five zero nine three four two seven six eight. That's Gulf Coast Air Care. Our phone number eight five zero. 934-2768. Um, our website is gulfcoastaircare.com and you can go on there and see some of the information that we have on our on our website that will help you kind of get in pointed in the right direction and then we'll come out and do an inspection, do an estimate for you and kind of figure out what's going on with um, your indoor air quality. You know, I get a lot of people that are, they're either sick, they have health concerns or, you know, they have some sort of issue going on health related and it's building related so um you know sick building syndrome is one of those things that's out there that is is real and and oftentimes it's a really complicated scenario that we have to try and figure out what's going on with you know i mean is it duct is it building envelope is it insulation is it um you know how you run the thermostat it's human physiology in a lot of cases like as we get older, our, our immune systems are not as strong as they used to be. And then it requires changes to the indoor environment. And so that's one of the things that we can help you with, um, you know, getting situated in a house that's not going to make you ill. You're listening to, excuse me, <coughs> you're listening to <laughs> News Radio 92.3, the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm talking with Todd uh, of Gulf Coast Air Care, and if you have any questions or concerns about what's happening in your home, it's 850-437-1620, and you can text us. I wanted to ask you about air filters. Sure. Because I go to a big box store and get my air filters. There you go. Are they good? Is it going to help? Well, you know, so the difference between what we're selling and what they're selling, a lot of those have a cardboard frame. So when you put that yep. cardboard frame in there, um, as it as the unit face loads, so there's uh, stuff that ends up on the front of the filter, 
and it starts to slow the airflow down. It restricts the airflow a little bit. And then you get this airflow that's going around the edge of that cardboard frame and you get buildup. If you pull the filter back in that margin, you can just swipe your finger. You'll see it on the heater closet door. You'll see it on the, um, on the filter grill as well, yeah. on the air filter grill. So the air safe filter that we have is, uh, I didn't bring a sample in, but it's got two little windshield wiper type gaskets that go around the edge. Yes, sir. It's called the air safe filter. Okay. And the guy that originally designed that had a patent on that uh, frame design. So when you put it in there, it creates an airtight seal around the edges. It forces everything to go through this filter media. And we're using a, uh, like a filter pad. It's a polyester a disposable pad. You take it out of the frame, throw it away, tuck a new piece back in there, and then put that filter back in its location, usually in the wall, sometimes in the unit, uh, sometimes in the ceiling, wherever your filter is located. But if we can help you um, get easier, better filtration, uh, and then you'll see an impact in the dust control immediately when you put an air safe filter in there. So if dust is an issue for you, call us at Gulf Coast Air Care at 850-934-2768, and we will help you figure out. You, you know, if you don't have good filtration and it accumulates, it mm -hmm. starts in the air handler, you know, the furnace that's in the house, and then that thing, it accumulates a lot of stuff because there's a blower in there, there's a coil in there, heater elements and all sorts of things, and then from there it spreads into the duct. So we're talking about that bucket effect. That air conditioner becomes the first place where the water overflows, and it, it you know, it it, it floods so you get dust and particulate load that build up in your air conditioner and then it migrates into the duct and that's where you need gulf coast air care to help you get that back under control is that why you can sweep and sweep and sweep and dust and dust and dust and it just is the the, the same way the next morning almost well there's a there's a lot of pathways in there where the the air conditioner and the airflow will move, but they're not necessarily all coming directly through the air conditioning okay. system. So if you see black stuff on the ceiling around the registers, around the vents, um, that's an indication that you've got a leak point there and you need to get that sealed up or evaluated. And, you know, I get a lot of calls like, ah, man, we got this black stuff on the ceiling. It's coming out of the vents. Well, it is, but it's also coming from the attic side in a lot of cases, and it's accumulating there because there's duct leakage. So, and that's one of the things that we, we have on our newsletter. I, I, you know, gave you a newsletter yes, to look sir. at this morning. So, I am reading it too. And then, uh, so one of the things that we're doing this month is we have a little discount on our airflow diagnostics. So we want to see if you've got hot and cold rooms or if you've got leak points, you know, um, we want to measure all that and figure out what's going on. And then, and that gives us a baseline or starting point from where to uh, do our, our balance work, our, kind of our tweaking because a lot of that is you know you got to have a, a system that's clean mm -hmm. as a baseline to start with and then we start tweaking all kinds of stuff that can kind of help uh dust load particulate and then microbial growth because we do live in a humid climate um you know there's always a factor of that humidity and lisa's right when she talks about that um that threshold is at 60, 62%. If you're above that on a regular basis, you don't know unless you have a hygrometer, but if you're above 60 or 62, 65%, you have enough humidity in the house to sustain microbial growth. And so that's one of the things that, you know, we can help you get that evaluation going and figure out what the deal is. Here's the thing. Most, most, I can't say most, gosh, that's so 
such a qualifying word. Many people have never heard of a hygrometer. I am one of them. Right, right. And I should know. I, we lived here my whole life. I wish there was an easier word, you know, because basically yeah. we're measuring. It's a thermometer, but it does both. It measures yeah. temperature and humidity. So that's where you, you come with a hygrometer. But um, it, it's it's kind of a, you know, it's a foreign where it's like, oh, what what is that? What are they talking about, a hygrometer? It's just a gadget. It's a little weather yeah. station that measures, and you can get a fancy one that will tell you outdoor temperature and humidity and indoor temperature and humidity. And you just put a sensor out front, out back somewhere, so it'll tell you what's going on. And then I have that on my built in on my thermostat. So I have kind of a fancy thermostat at my house because it controls, you know, ultraviolet lights and it controls um, the dehumidifier. It tells me when to change my filter and it's got sensors that says, hey, it's hot and sticky outside. So I don't have to go outside and do the whole. Uh, uh, what's happening? You know, yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Like on Gilligan's Island. Is it raining? Is it a hurricane? You just walk out in the middle there. I can look at it from my thermostat in the wall. Yeah, all right. So, or, or if you have straight yeah, hair, just step outside. My Ew. house has a finger stuck I outside all the time it. checking the weather. And, very, uh, and, you know, very so cool. I don't have a wind. I don't have a wind vane on there, but wind is not necessary. You know, it does play a factor in some indoor air quality. It's prevailing wind at your house hits all the time. Shade trees are another thing. You know, it's like, man, it heats up in the afternoon. And uh, after a storm, I remember after Ivan, uh, mm. we had all these people that had their, their trees were all gone from one side yeah. of the house. And then their indoor air quality was different because all that shade was gone. So, and you know, that's something that you can make, uh, um, you can make an account for what's going on with how your house is facing and the, the color of the roof and the insulation on the inside. And it affects the indoor air quality on the inside. So if we can help you, Gulf Coast Air Care, we're at 850-934-2768. Vanessa's there catching the phone for us this morning. And then if you have concerns um, that you don't want to air out, go to our website, gulfcoastaircare.com. We'll be happy to, you know, take your information and get a little uh, info from you. Info at gulfcoastaircare.com is our primary um, uh, email address to be able to help you figure out what's going on and then you know we we just get all kinds of different questions concerns i don't know who to call yeah da, 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 you know so that sort of thing and that i'm sure you've had a lot of that this summer and because it's been really hot this summer it has been very miserable and our air conditioners how how is how do you put it they weren't not set but is it set like they were not in the in, in, intrinsic building of an air conditioner was not meant for this kind of nonstop heat. Well, and so you're just I, running up your power bill basically and yeah. creating humidity in, in your home. You can design for there's a that's what it is. So there's a, the design factor is for the hottest day that we have in the year. Right. So on the hottest day of the year, your air conditioner is going to run most of the afternoon. Okay. That's normal. If it's oversized, it says, oh, no problem. I can do 92 degrees, no big deal. Well, on the other 300 days that it's not the hottest time of the year, your air conditioner is not designed correctly. Okay. And then, so you're overcooling, you run for six or eight minutes and shut off. That runtime from your air conditioner, and it needs to be clean, if your if your runtime for your air conditioner is really short because you have too big of a system in your house, you don't get dehumidification. So, and that dehumidification is what 
eliminates a lot of the mold issues and a lot of the comfort issues. You need that runtime on your air conditioner so that um, it does its proper job for that. We talked about latent and sensible mm-hmm. heat. You want to address both those things with an extended runtime on your air conditioner. So in essence, I'm saying bigger is not better. If you have a three-ton system and you want to go to a four-ton system doesn't cool right, I think that's a mistake. I think you should be looking at the duct system and not just the box because the air conditioner has a box. All it does is, you know, heat, cool, and and dehumidify in some cases. But if you hook it up to a crappy duct system, you're not going to get results like what you want. It's just the same thing, right? It's just, you're just, you're not really going to solve anything. It's kind of like scrubbing that shower over and over and the very next day, it's covered in mold again. Well, in, in a lot of cases, a bigger air conditioner, six or eight months down the road, you spend all this money on a big, fancy new air conditioner with all these buzzers and whistles and bells, and things are worse yeah. because we've oversized the air conditioner, and now we have trouble with, um, you know, amplified problems that we had before. They're worse. And uh, so, you know, there's uh, – a lot of contractors out there that what they want to do is sell you the biggest air conditioner you can get or the simplest solution for them. And for us, it's more of a complicated uh, equation. And we want to get that that indoor air quality equation in balance and not change too many things all at once. All right. We have a question real quickly okay. from the text. Will an attic fan help your AC in the house? Absolutely not. That is yes, a sir. bad idea. It's counterintuitive to think that, wow, I just sucked the hot air out of the attic. It should make things better. When you put that fan pressure across the attic from a powered attic ventilator, it sucks on all the gaps, cracks, and holes in the house. That's not a good idea. And there's a bunch of them out there. Uh, You can have the opening. You can have the hole. Just don't power the fan. Uh, And I see so many things that if you turn that thing off and let it go, we're getting to the end of the season where it's not as critical you turn that thing off and let it go for a couple of weeks, it won't suck the air conditioning from the gaps, cracks, and holes out of your attic uh, from the house. And um, so the air exchange is just, I don't know, you know, people think, well, yeah, it's 140 degrees in my attic. I want to want to do that out. That that powered attic ventilator is not a, something you want to do. All right. Thank you. Todd St. Ors from Gulf Coast Air Care. You can find out everything that you need to know at... Uh, 850-934-2768 or gulfcoastaircare.com is our website. Thank you. Mind blown again. Thank you you so much. Yes, sir. I'll see you then. We got more coming up on the Pensacola Expert Panel right after this. Stream us at newsradio923.com. Newsradio 923. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.